All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. What's going on, people? First live show, guys. We are the Conscious Outlet Podcast, and this is our first live show. I'm so excited. Me too. Make sure you guys like and subscribe and share this with your friends if you think that they can benefit from what you're going to hear today, okay? We are going to get into it, okay? I know you see the thumbnail. I know you see the title. And this is something probably all of us can relate to. But did you know that social media is literally changing our brains? That's crazy to even think about, right? It is. It I is. mean, I mean, come on. We're it, it's it's kind of like how is social media changing the very fabric of our thoughts under the under this influence that we have right now? I mean, and and how can we steer its impact for the better? That's the question we're going to be answering today. Okay. I'm your host, Miracle Monique. And I'm Alan J. And we're going to get into it. All right. All right. All right. Oh, we oh, have a comment. Oh, yeah. Let's I, get in here. Okay, we have a comment. Uh, that is my boy Stanley. What's oh. going on, Stanley? All the way from Mississippi. Representing Mississippi. Yes. Alan's from Mississippi. Just so. in case y'all didn't know. <laughs> no. Yes, yes. My Thank accent you. is thicker than a cold bowl of grits. So, yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yes. I'm really excited about this series we're about to do. Okay, we're about to start a new series, right? And we don't know how long it's going to last. We're just going to do it until we think that it's done, right? Mm -hmm. So, this new series is surrounding the concept of micro trends, okay? Micro trends. They're the trends within the trends, right? And they're based off of a book that Alan has actually been reading lately called Micro Trends. It kind of was, <laughs> it was kind of the inspiration for this whole thing, right? So mm -hmm. can you go a little deeper yeah, into yeah, yeah. what so, that really means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what a micro trends are, are patterns um, that actually go to a, basically makes a, a bigger impact. And so, um, just in this time, just with social media, um, everybody got their little, you know, uh, groups and stuff like that. But I can give y'all a quick, like a really quick example. So uh, let's say, for instance, um, uh, like uh, back then, uh, the uh, author of the book, Michael or Mark J. Penn, uh, he actually was a advisor for um, the Clinton uh, administration and uh, he actually basically helped him get reelected based on uh the term that was coined soccer mom. So he knew that soccer moms were were basically on the rise. And so uh, he saw um, a simple micro trend and then he decided to definitely help out um, Bill Clinton. And, you know, that's how he ended up getting uh, reelected, I want to say in 1997. So, yeah. Oh, wow. So that was pretty much the inspiration for this kind of whole concept, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because small things can actually create to bigger. Exactly. You know. And that's what we're going to be talking about today and really diving into because that is so true. It's, it's so true to the point where social media is literally changing our lives all right so we're actually going to get into our first video that mm -hmm. i really want to show um from the neuroscientist dr andrew Her huberman um Aww. he's going to really deep dive into how social media is reshaping our brains and i think we'll learn some interesting things from what he has to say yeah. just how triggering are our phones when it comes to dopamine okay great question uh, we often hear that you know, the social media getting dopamine hit after dopamine hit. When we first get on social media after a 
for the first time or after a long period of time, the amount of dopamine that's released we think is quite substantial. It's novel. Remember, dopamine is about novelty, surprise, and the sense that we are on some exciting track. That's what dopamine is really about. It puts us into states of readiness, anticipation, looking, seeking, etc. almost always for things outside the confines of our skin. Uh, just to contrast it maybe for a bit f more of a future discussion, serotonin does the opposite. When there's a lot of serotonin in our brain and body, typically it makes us feel satisfied, sated, and more quiescent, comfortable with what we have in our own immediate sphere and within us, right? The comfort of a good meal, the food you have, dopamine is about go, go, go. If you look at somebody who's high on cocaine or methamphetamine, it's all about pursuit because that's a very dopaminergic drug. You look at somebody who's taken a drug and I'm not suggesting people do this, but it really ramps up serotonin. Let's say a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, Prozac, Zoloft, et cetera. The side effects of those drugs, if the dosages are too high, lack of appetite, lack of libido, kind of meh about life, you know, then so they'll adjust the dose down. That's because those are serotonergic drugs. So in, in general- Let's talk when, right here, actually. It's so interesting that so far, he's compared social media to drug addicts. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. Um, I think uh, a lot of us are like little, you know, uh, like little crackheads to a yeah. certain degree. So. He, he said the word, <laughs> it's a constant pursuit. Like the, the, the dopamine hit makes you want to constantly pursue something. It's that quick fix. Exactly. Like what drugs do. And it's the same idea with social media. It's it's so crazy because when I think about how, you know, the, the concept of the continuous scroll, we're mm -hmm. scrolling and scrolling and scrolling until we find the thing that, that basically helps us to have that dopamine hit, whether mm -hmm. it's like a crazy video or something interesting or something that we want to learn or, or, you know, some kind of crazy TikTok video or whatever. It's, exactly. it's doing that same effect. Exactly. So I'm going to give you even like another example. So uh, it's just like a person who starts to smoke like cigarettes. You know, once you get that first hit of nicotine and you keep on chasing after that, you know, first hit, because uh, I was told that it's nothing like your first hit of a cigarette. And so that's why people smoke so many packs, like up to three packs a day, because they're still chasing, chasing that nicotine, chasing that, that, wow. that, you know, dopamine, that, that gratification or that same endorphin feeling like, oh my goodness, it's like, you know, it's, it's almost like uh, their first hit of hookah, you know, because I know we got some hookah heads out here. So Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> and I'm still debating hookah is not a drug. Yeah. Okay, we're not, we're not going to oh, go there today. No. <laughs> we're not going to do that, okay? Uh, okay, not to say I do it a lot, but I'm just saying. But um, no, that is insane. And, and he was telling the difference of dopamine and serotonin where dopamine is that quick quick fix hit whereas serotonin is more of like the satisfaction feel mm -hmm. of it and it's insane because these social media algorithms are actually geared towards making us feel that dopamine hit instead of that satisfaction because there's really no long-term studies to show that social media can carry on with our happiness they that it that it can lead to long-term happiness because it actually doesn't i mean how yeah. empty do you feel after like scrolling for like 30 minutes to an hour on a platform and you realize how much time you wasted. Uh, oh yeah. I'm you a, know, I'm going to say this even when, um, and uh, definitely Stanley would definitely know about this. So just being even on Clubhouse, you know, you're waiting to, you know, speak to some people. And then next thing you know, we didn't spend four hours 
on this platform because we were waiting to get recognized. You see, you know, oh, wow. attractive people in there and you trying to say certain things. And then it's it's a whole bunch of little, you know, rooms on Clubhouse. And then, you know, before you know it, four hours then went by and, Man. and you didn't miss out on your whole day. Like, dang, I really been, you know. That's wild. Do, do y'all remember Clubhouse? I <laughs> That's that's crazy. Yeah. That, that was really popular for like a whole year. And yeah. then it just kind of faded out of existence. Yeah. I, I was one of those people that were on Clubhouse. That was on Clubhouse. Yeah, uh, me too. I was yeah. doing the most. But you see how distracting these things are? Yeah. Like, and the word talks about distractions. Like this, um, the scripture in Luke actually talks about distractions and how it can it can basically lead to the, the, the impact you're going to have on the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Luke 9... 62 says but jesus told him anyone who puts a hand to the plow and then looks back is not fit for the kingdom of god mm, that that is if you get easily distracted you can't be here exactly exactly i mean but, but you know that's just with anything if you yeah. if you get into a relationship i mean because of course uh having a relationship with god that is the whole, you know, thing basically, but they're just like, even, um, even in our personal, uh, relationship, we want someone to pay attention to us. We want, we want all of these things. And, and, and I just think that, um, uh, when it comes to just that, you know, scripture, uh, you have to make sure that you are focusing on the right thing. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's why distractions are so dangerous. I mean, think about it. According to Smart Insights, 4.8 billion people around the world now use social media. 150 million new users have come online within the last 12 months. And then the average daily time spent using social media is 2 hours and 24 minutes. Do you know what you can do in 2 hours and 24 minutes? Do y'all have jobs? Do we have jobs? Because I caught myself doing the same thing. That's why people, you know, hiring people to do stuff uh, at their house, like cut their grass and uh, come and clean up their house when, you know, they could have, you know, they can do it themselves. So you got a point there. It's just so wild. Uber eats all of that. <laughs> yes. It's just so wild because, you know, the word says to make the most of our time and to number our days. So we're supposed to be intentional with these things and how we spend our time. But because of all the distractions within social media, carefully constructed distractions slash algorithms, yes. they, are, they are literally hindering us from living our lives. And it's creating this distortion in the world to where we're not even able to build meaningful relationships with each other anymore because we're we're so distracted and then the distortion comes in and an example of that distortion could be you know um people people only post what they want you to see online so they're yeah. only going to post the good things right True. you're not going to post when you had a bad day or you're not going to post when you just lost your job or when you're ten thousand dollars in debt or when you no longer have a place to stay unless you are overshare because because we know that we got people like that so we do <laughs> but they overshare the things that will give them a certain perception mm -hmm. and those perceptions are generally positive then again, there's also the people that want to be seen as victims. So they mm. might post a lot of the things mm. that, you know, are the negative things about their life that kind of contribute to that. But that's that's probably a 
different subset of people. I don't really know how big that that group of people is. Exactly. But. So, Miracle, you had said something uh, earlier. Um, did you call it what um, mindless scrolling or something like that? Continuous scroll, the continuous scroll yeah. concept. Yep. Yeah, That's so a thing. It, exactly. That's so a thing. What That's a, lot a of coined people, term. Exactly. I, so, what a lot of people may not know, they actually have psychologists and sociologists that actually um, work with. Um, I would say the um, with the uh, programmers, so they can actually uh, mimic how uh, basically, so where they can mimic how we actually do things, how we think, and so like they they're crafting everything uh, towards it. So like, why are you scrolling, and it takes you so long to actually get that get that like oh. Oh man, you know, I feel like I'm looking for something, but after a while you get that hit, like, okay, this is what I've been looking for, but you've been scrolling past ads, you've been scrolling past everything, and and uh a lot of this stuff can lead to um you actually being broke because you're spending money that you don't have because you're looking at people and saying, Hey, I want those things. And so um I, I mean I see it all the time and uh even I've been uh actually guilty of it. Uh I bought I definitely bought something uh, from someone, uh, well, actually from this page. And I was like, man, I know I don't need to spend this money because <laughs> I'm going over on my budget. But, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, because of that distortion, because, <laughs> because of that distortion that is out there because of social media, it's so easy to sell a lifestyle yes. and, the, and the products that go with that lifestyle. Like, if... If they're following my my algorithm and they see that I look at a lot of a lot of women that have locks, right? For mm -hmm. example, I look at a lot of women that have locks, a lot of beautiful locks, uh, colorful locks that I kind of want to, you know, imitate one day, right? So I'll get a lot of ads that are geared towards those things, whether it's the products or accessories or even just looking at more women who have locks. And it's it's pushing towards that lifestyle and it's actually creating a, an even bigger distortion because it's kind of like making me think, man, is my is my hair good enough? Do I need to like <laughs> add a little bit of a little bit of this kind of tea tree oil here and there to, to kind of do what, what they're doing here? And it's it's not reality. Like I said, it goes back to that distortion. And it's so crazy because if everyone is on social media and this is happening with all of our brains collectively, what could this eventually look like in the world? And you actually said this in the mm -hmm. car and we were on the way to the studio. Remind me, remind me. Uh, we talked about the, you know, micro trends within the trends yeah. and the micro trend within social media, you said classism. Yeah. Which is so true. We're actually like putting ourselves there. We're actually putting ourselves in classes without consciously realizing it mm -hmm. because that validation that comes from the likes and the and the and the follows and stuff like that is is pushing towards creating that gap between the ones that don't get attention and the ones that do. I mean, think of your your highest paid TikToker versus someone who's just trying to share a photo of their dog on a Tuesday to their exactly. friends and family that might get uh, like ten likes while the other one gets ten million likes. So we're doing this it's, constant seesaw. Yeah, it's the constant. Like you said, it's the it's that gap that's becoming really evident and it's actually getting bigger and bigger and we're actually putting ourselves there. And it's kind of like, what is what is the impact of that? What is the result mm -hmm. of that that we can see in it? And I thought about that Black Mirror episode, Nosedive. That's my show. 
Yeah, same, same. If you haven't seen Black Mirror, you're missing out big time. We just found out our producer, Josh, has not seen it and just recently saw it and very disappointed, honestly. Yeah. But but um, we're actually going to get into that first clip because I really want to show you guys kind of what what this could look like in the world if we really if we really embrace this system of classism that is conjoined with social media and kind of what that looks like. cookie with that? <laughs> it's on the house. Sounds awesome. <laughs> See you tomorrow, JJ. See you, Lacey. y'all with the comments so let's get into a few of those since we just saw the clip okay let's see let's yes. see yes so we have a few <laughs> okay we have a few comments uh yikes. we do we do let's have a few see. comments let me go through them let's let me go through them uh so Kenya McIntosh. It always goes back to the class and uh, economics, in my opinion. It definitely does. Yes. I completely agree with that. Everything and, really boils down to that. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that's what actually separates us a lot of times. And yes. to be honest, once we as a people realize that we are the, we are the value commodity, us as people, <laughs> we will definitely realize that, you know, um, that that we the one that actually control everything. Think about it. Social media yeah. is is actually not a real place. We create this place. Yes, like the metaverse. Yes. Next level. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It all comes down to, it honestly all comes down to that because at the end of the day, it's about the money. It's about what you can gain. It's about that greed aspect. And we all know what the word says about that. The love of money is the root of all evil. So what can come with that is not always a good thing. And so we can see that in this, uh, I call it a simulation for the sake of the, the series, because, you know, Black Mirror, um, for those who haven't seen the show, Black Mirror is a is a is kind of a play on the Twilight Zone series, mm -hmm. if you know what that is. It explores 
alternate universes and um, different situations. But in this context of Black Mirror, it focuses on the technology aspect and how humans manipulate it to their advantage and kind of what the, the impact, consequence, or result of that is. And it's not usually a good a good result that comes of that. And we see that, especially in this particular episode of Nosedive, where this universe and this universe, they they all have, um, they're all rated on a five point scale and from one to five. And you can immediately, with, with this little contact that you have in your head, I think they call it, I forgot what they call it in the show, but they call it something. And um, with this contact they have in their eyes, they can see everyone's digital presence in an instant they can also see overstimulation they can they can (laughs) yep exactly they can also see your your social score and with that you can immediately see i guess in 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 so many words you can see how likable a person is in the social context of the people they interact with and stuff like that and so it's a little scary to think about because we're kind of there in a way it's just not it's just not um, concrete like it is in this show where it's a practice that everyone does and it's a part of regular life. But we're really mirroring that right now, if you if you want to call it that. Because, I mean, I, I think about all the times that, you know, we've used social media as a way for validation. You know, how good does it feel to post a picture and you get 100 likes versus 1,000 likes? I was just talking to America about this in the car. Like, um, I used to post stuff, at, like, at a certain time, like, hey, uh, last week I got 400-some likes. This week I only got, you know, 75. I'm like, what, what? happened? What's going on, you know? <laughs> because I was, you know, used to it. I'm, I'm used to the comments. And, yeah. And, you know, I would actually, you know, do stuff for, you know, some attention if we want to be real. Yeah. If we want to keep it a book. So uh, um, I think that all of us definitely really get caught up into it. Yes. And, um, you know, this is what the conscious outlet is definitely all about, is you being conscious of, you know, where you are and who you are in this world or whatever. So Yeah, honestly, I had that issue lately. Um, I don't know what, it's, what it has been, but I've been so distracted lately. And it's really my own fault. I, I, I really do believe that distractions are your own fault because they're distractions. You 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 pick your distractions. I've been choosing social media as my distraction because I've been finding myself just scrolling and scrolling when I when I'm trying to avoid work or I'm trying to avoid, you know, fulfilling a certain task, when I'm trying to procrastinate to a certain degree and it's kind of it's been wasting a lot of my time and it has not been contributing to anything positive because it's only been making my brain feel like there's so much going on Mm -hmm. to where I can't calm it down. I can't even sleep well. And those are the times that I need to pray and meditate on the word because that's not true. (laughs) That is not true. You do not deal with it. I'll be had to to pray for it. You know what I'm saying? Sprinkle the holy water over there. (laughs) That is not true. (laughs) I'm not that bad, first of all. I'm not that bad. But yeah, you know, it gives you those high highs and those low lows because I felt the same way as you. When I would post a picture and be like, this got 68 likes. Yeah. I know I'm cuter than this. What's going on? Okay. <laughs> so. So I see a lot of my friends from college are definitely uh, tuned in to uh, Sean Stanley. Okay. Uh, let me make sure I yeah. don't miss anybody. But yeah, yeah, Let's get yeah. Into more comments. You want to get exactly. into more comments? Okay, cool. Want me to read it? Okay. Good point. You both you both pointed that social media is a distraction 
is like an illusion. They will show you the world of how their life is so wonderful, but behind closed doors, it's not all true. Thank you, Maxo P Maxo P two. I like that name, but um, I actually know that person, so yeah. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's so true. It's a it's a distraction. It's an illusion. It's all of that, and it and it really is to to not only show you a distorted lifestyle, but to also sell it to you as if that's like a realistic goal. You know what I mean? Because people think that you can have all the positives in the world without the downfalls Ooh, that come with it. Preach. <laughs> and, so, and so, you know, it's the same thing with like quick, quick, you know, thing. Same thing with like entrepreneurship or something. People want all the all the benefits that come with that, but they don't want to put the work in to actually understand what that means. It will not require just eight hours of your day. That's called a job, not entrepreneurship. Yeah. It's going to require a lot more of that. So people, so people want. The, um, the like I said, the benefits without the mm -hmm. actual work that gets put into it, and that, and I think a lot of that nowadays comes from the distorted view of what entrepreneurship looks like on social media, along with a lot of other things. Relationships look amazing on social media. Yes. yes. Uh, careers look amazing on social media. Entrepreneurship, friendships. I I used to get so jealous when I would see like full girl groups going on vacation together and stuff and like that. And I'm like, I, was, I would be like, oh my god, I, I got friends. Don't got do no that. Friend. I have amazing friends. Yes, but I would be jealous of it because it, I don't know. It 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 would be like that one accord kind of mm -hmm. thing where it's like I'm watching I'm watching uh, I'm playing with my brass dolls again and it's Chloe J Sasha and Yasmin all together if y'all know what I'm talking about uh, then but the the brass dolls okay yeah. the four best friends yeah. that's kind of what all girls wanted growing up so I'm seeing that like that again that distorted view on social media when in the back end none of those girls really like each other or none you know of those what? girls really know each other and it's really just for the likes. It's for the views. It's for that distortion. It's to sell you that idea. It's to sell you that lifestyle. And yeah. Yeah, you made me actually think about something. So um, that uh, distorted view. Mm -hmm. If you all remember, do you all remember that girl? She went to like Mexico uh, with her friends and she got into a fight with her friend, with like one of the girls. And yes. then, you know, uh, they came back to, you know, uh, the uh, U.S. and and was like, yeah, we yes. don't know what happened to her, but they found out that you know her neck got broke, and then you know and one of the guys record exactly. She was with her friends, mm. and you know that's that thing. You know, uh, you you end up being around people that uh, you. You you basically are around people that you don't have anything in you, you don't have any cohesion. You know, I feel like you really really have to uh, be around people that you know fit your circle, fit your community that you're trying to be in. You know, if you're trying to be a YouTuber, uh, try to be around those people. Or you know, if you don't want nobody to tell you the truth, be around people who are feeble minded. Because me, I know. Miracle knows best, and you know, uh, and uh, definitely all my friends, they know I'm definitely gonna keep it, you know, 99 plus 10, you know, so uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And you know, social media, something that really annoys me is social media really sets a lot of rules for behavior, like the way you're supposed to act in certain social instances, but. And and even though I do agree that there should be decorum when you're interacting with people, especially in public or in the public eye or with strangers or just in general with people, there definitely should be some social decorum that comes with that. Mm -hmm. But it feels like with social media, there's an added layer of making sure 
that you do not hurt anybody's feelings or that you're making sure that you're not offending anybody or that you really have to walk on eggshells to make sure that you are are not honestly going to get canceled. You're not going to get canceled or you're not going to get shunned by your friends. It's it's so it's so troubling to, to know that you're not allowed to have an opposing opinion. And, mm. and, and you are especially bold if you were to post that opposing opinion on social media. I'm going to give you all an example. You know, I am the example guy. So I remember, uh, and I'm quite sure y'all do too, but when R. Kelly was going through his thing, everybody was, you know, all, I'm, I'm just going to be real. All of the black people was, was definitely on him. Oh, he's horrible. He's this. He's that. And I'm like, look, this man also needs help too. And then, you know, once I posted it, I had a whole bunch of people to basically come in and, you know, was like, hey, uh, are you basically agreeing to the things that he done? I'm like, no, I'm saying yes. that he's wrong, but don't think that, you know, the way that he is, like things had to happen in his life. And then, you know, I ended up digging like more into it. Like he got actually raped when he was younger by, by a woman. And so, you know, when he was 14, so like people think that, you know, men don't have like, I guess, traumatic things to happen to them, but they do what well, everybody, you know, not to exclude, but, you know, just, just with that example, like that stuff like that is definitely important to actually just, you know, know, because we got all of these people are clan mentality and they definitely sheep to me, you yeah. know, so. Yes, like it, it definitely goes back to that distortion piece because social media not only distorts your image of something, but it distorts the message of something too. Especially because, a lot, like I said, along with those rules for behavior, you have that distortion of the message piece <laughs> along with that too. Sorry, there's a cat here. It's really cute. Hey, but hey, little kitty. <laughs> Everybody but see? She decided to come on the <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> But yes, she wanted to be a part of the podcast, and that's okay with me. So yeah, you have that that mix of the rules of behavior with that distorted reality of the message, and you get people who will literally read an article title and not read the article, or you get people who will take one piece of your message and that will be the thing that they now um, will go off of, and and it's. And it goes back to the example you were saying, too, of how, um, you know, you can you can explain a certain thing. Right. But at the same time, people will pick and choose what things they want to listen to. And they'll basically say, OK, so what you're saying is, no, that's not what I said. I can repeat what I said. <laughs> but you but you're literally not saying any of the <laughs> words that I just said to you. OK, yes. you're trying to distort my message because you're behind a screen and it gives you a level of confidence and yes. that and that's where trolling comes in too okay and yeah and you know uh, this way that um uh i would say that saying that came out like a long time ago meet me outside because you know people had them twitter fingers you know and twitter fingers and, oh my gosh and, you know people talk mad cash about you know stuff or you like oh yeah i do this to you and then you meet them in person you're like oh Yes, because people don't people do not mean what they say behind screens. But you know, we're gonna get a little bit into that okay. after this break. All right. Okay, be right back. <laughs> so growing up in the church, I loved um, 
all of my youth leaders and youth pastors growing up. I just did. And I think it was because they reached our level and they tried to reach our level and they weren't dismissing us because we were young or dismissing our questions as like, oh, they're just, you know, ignorant because they're kids or whatever. Mm -hmm. No, they would take the time to actually be direct with us about what things meant. They would take the time to answer the questions that we had. Because, you know, as a kid, as a teenager, you have questions about the world, Mm -hmm. you know, because new things are happening. You don't understand what all of it means. And so you do need that guidance. And so just being there as a as a listening ear and also as that guide to to really push forward the truth um, and con- and just continuing to instill that. I heard repetition is like really good for for growing kids and growing teenagers. And I think that's okay. really incredibly true um, because a lot of things that I was taught during that time, they continuously um instilled in us um in in all the kids that were in bible study at the time that was my favorite part about going to church actually was going to bible study because mm-hmm. i got to be with uh the youth leaders and everything and so yeah honestly repetition um being direct not being afraid to answer any questions that they have those are the things that i remember that they all did for us and so i think that really helped with the foundation of my relationship with God that I have now. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. We back like we never left. That's right, because we did not. We've been right here. Okay, just had to regroup right quick, right? So, we just got off the topic of talking about trolling, mm-hmm. right? What is trolling really? Like for the algorithm. Ooh. Oh, make sure you guys like for the algorithm, okay? Yes, like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had to I had to get that out because I did not think of that. Okay. Oh yes. And let's go through some comments really quick too. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Yeah, we can go through some more. Yes. Okay. Oh, Stanley I likes trolling. See, 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 see. He messy. Oh. You know. <laughs> <laughs> when you <laughs> you reap what you sow when you are from Mississippi sometimes that's all that we can do sometimes you know is is but a, trolling is cowardly well no no that's uh yes, you it know is. this what we call talking no I, trolling is is cowardly hold up. I mean not if you're getting fun out of it, you know, because I'm not going to lie. How is that I, not cowardly? I, I troll you all the time. That's not I, I, even the I, same. I, I troll. I'm talking about in the context of social media. I, I, I that is that trolling. Too. I understand you, that too. Making jokes to people that you know and trolling a random account, putting negative comments and actually like really harmful comments on somebody's random video because you feel like it, that's trolling. Okay, okay. That is trolling. But yes, I'm going to say that... That's what we're talking about. Yeah, I that's know, what we're I, talking I, about. I know, I know. But I think that we are getting uh, trolled a lot to actually watch stuff. If you think about it. Yes, they, we are. You Ooh, know, good point. Exactly. It's like a, it's almost like a soundbite. Like, uh, you know, I love my Mississippi State Bulldogs, right? And okay. they end up... <laughs> <laughs> they, somebody posted something like we're gonna go three and ten and i'm like and i had to come i was like yeah you all are trash that's not and trolling that's not trolling to me it is no it's that's not okay <laughs> okay, okay we got another coming <laughs> not to me trolling is an art form not many master but too many attempt Ooh. what people you got on our, on yes our that's my today. boy that's my boy dick jefferson right 
No! You know what? You're right. Trolling is an art form performed by uh, 40-year-old men who wow. live in the basements of their moms. Okay? Oh, That's what trolling wow. is. Yes. Yes. Actually, we're going to get into kind of what that confidence behind the screen concept is with this second Black Mirror clip from Nosedive. Okay. Yes. Lacey, got you a smoothie. Got one for everyone, actually. Still a bunch of them for grabs. <laughs> They're from the organic <laughs> stall at the farmer's market? Sure. Okay. himself back. Of course, if it drops below two five, then it's buck five. It's messed up. So I want to talk a little bit about, again, that confidence that people have behind the screen. It's kind of like a form of power. In, in general, people like power. Mm -hmm. Our flesh likes having that power in, in situations. We just do. And um, I think social media gives that to people, especially people like trolls, right? Or mm -hmm. people who are who understand and know that your actions directly affect somebody else. Like in that clip there, that guy talking to the woman, Lacey, um, he understood that raiding Chester, the guy that, or Chess, I think his name is Chess. Yeah. The guy that came around with the smoothies, he understood that rating him lower would get him to a lower rating and would also lead to even worse consequences for that guy. He liked the idea of having that power over him. That's what we do. But did you also notice that when when he did after he did rate him and Chess turned around to go look, he hid. I did not catch that. I'm not even gonna lie. He I hid. Did not, I did not catch he, that. He wanted to make that call, but he didn't want to own it. And that's what we do on social media. Think about it. That's why trolls exist. That's why you see all these private accounts, all these fake accounts who go around the internet wreaking havoc. 
because they want that control, but they don't want to own it. They don't want anyone to know it's them because they understand the consequences. They know they can't fight in real life. Exactly. Masculinity and femininity. <laughs> we talked about it uh, last time. So. <laughs> yeah. We got Ooh, a comment. We a have comment. a comment. It's like cancel culture. Yes. 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 It and is. To, and like. to cancel culture, like that is to me the most lamest thing that I ever, you know, it it just does something to my spirit. You it's know that what I'm hive mind. I mean, think think also about in that same clip, right, where she's commenting like, oh, my God, 3.1? How did he get there? And he's like, yeah, you know, him and, him, and, him and his partner broke up or whatever. And she's like, oh, my God, you know, poor chess. And he's like, no, we're on Gordon's side. She's like, oh, yeah, obviously. Without understanding any context of what yep. happened in the relationship, yep. without even understanding how Chess is feeling about everything, she's going along with the hive mind mentality yep. because that's the safest route for her because to no, gain that social acceptance. Exactly, because nobody actually wants to go against the grain. Um, it's scary. Yes, yes. You can get canceled. Kanye West said this. He said, uh -oh. he said if you saw me on the side of the road on a, on a highway... And I'm running by myself. People are gonna be like, "What is he? What is he doing? Is he crazy?" But he said, "If it's a group of people behind me, oh, it's a marathon. Let that sink. Let that you know simmer, just like neck bone juice. Let that sink in your spirit." <laughs> Who eats neck bones? Me, and I'm gonna have to put you on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. You are absolutely right, though, because I'm gonna be honest. Like that actually reminds me of a time in Georgia State where we had Panther Proud. Mm -hmm. I, I I hope I have some Georgia State people on, or I hope they hear this, but we had Panther Proud, which is basically like a dance that we had, like, at, like was it once a month on a Friday or every other month on a Friday? It was something like that. It was basically a big, giant party we would have at the rec center. Mm -hmm. Well, a fight broke out at one of the Panther Prowls, um, and there ended up being some sounds that sounded like gunshots. They ended up not being gunshots. They were like firecrackers or something. But I promise you, everybody ran out that rec center so fast from the rec center all the way down the street on on Cortland, on Cortland Avenue. Is it Cortland Avenue? I forgot the, the street names. And they they uh, ran all the way down back to the dorms because they were that afraid. You know, it was black people. We we just kind of run. And when we see black people, we running. We we run as well. She's a runner. And She's so, a truck star. And so <laughs> as, as people are coming out the rec center running... You got random people on the street and they looking like, oh, my God, I'm going to run, too. Yeah. I don't know what's happening, but I'm going to run, too. And, you know, the high and, and think about it. If something really bad was actually going on, that actually would not be considered a bad thing mm -hmm. in that context. So the hive mind is not actually a bad thing, but it can be used and weaponized and manipulated to be something very negative. In this case, with cancel culture, I think it is very harmful. And we've already seen the effects of that. Cancel yeah. culture is unforgiving, unyielding. <laughs> like, yeah, we no one cares about you anymore, basically. And it kind of infringes on your your basically your rights or whatever. Like, you yes. can't even say anything mm -mm. about you know um, certain groups. <laughs> you can't say anything about anybody that is considered marginalized, right? You can't have a differing opinion. You can't have an opinion that differs from what the majority believe. And if you do then you're immediately canceled. You're immediately, you're immediately uh, maybe 
far left or far right or whatever. They put you in these boxes, the boxes we've actually fought to get out of, which is so ironic when you think and about it. And we're climbing right back in. We're know? climbing right back into what is classism. It's true. Racism, classism, they all coincide with each other. They do. Yeah. They do because at some point it all goes back to, again, economics and that and that where the money goes, that's where the power goes. And the power right now is in the hands of the people and the people are not realizing they're being controlled by other aspects. And so social media you cooking. is... you cooking over there. Social media is a huge... Is a huge work in that process, and 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 everyone knows it, including the higher ups, including the government. That's why they use it. They yeah. use it because they know how it it works. That's why they are partnering with these social media companies, and they're partnering with these with these with these psychologists and these psychiatrists mm -hmm. who have been studying these things for years and understand how the algorithm works and how people respond to it. And so it's it's kind of scary. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we have our high highs and our low, low lows, lows yes. right? So <laughs> we're actually going to look at a few more comments right now. I kind of want to see if what you guys have been talking about. Okay. So what folks like me that don't hide behind the fakeness and steal a raw and uh, uncut. Hey. Uh, yeah. Uh, me and you are definitely uh, one definitely one in the same Uh I will say, um, just in this context, uh, a lot of people won't know who's real or you know, or like a, who who's fake, basically, uh, like a basically. But I, I take out my hand to people who really say what they want because it could affect your job. And of course, like I'm not gonna lie, I even hold back certain things to say because I'm like, hey, I think there is power in holding your tongue, Absolutely. and you know, know when to do things and when not to do things. Discernment and yes. wisdom we are need important. That we need that ritual. <laughs> Discernment and wisdom are very important. I'm not saying you should at all say what is strictly, directly, bluntly on your mind at all times. No. There should be a level of filtering that goes in it because there is a time and a place for everything that you do and say. Okay, so use some discernment and wisdom and 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 understand that your words do hold weight. They do have a power. The word talks about that too. You know, life and death are in the power of the tongue. And we understand that immensely, especially in today's age where all we do is use words. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sometimes words that we don't even know what it means. It's just a buzzword. Oh my god! And then it just it just trickles. What are some buzzwords you hate? Like I hate the word toxic now. Oh yeah, um, hate that word. Um, it's a, it's another one. Uh, narcissistic. Oh, I was just everybody say that. thinks everybody narcissistic. No, no, it's not. I was just gonna say that. Please stop calling people, ain't people even graduated narcissists. high school talking about. Yeah. Oh, he's a narcissist. She's a narcissist. Do you got? Do y'all even know really what that is? Have these people been diagnosed with narcissism, or are you just using a buzzword you heard your older brother or older sister say to their friend on Twitter one day when talking about their ex boyfriend? It's because we're being influenced, and we don't even know that we're being influenced. Like, I I went against the grain when Derek Jackson came out. Everybody was like, oh, he's so this. I was like, uh, that man playing on y'all feelings so he can sell you these You mean when books. he first came? Derek Jackson is a relationship coach, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Just in case y'all didn't know, I, I'm quite sure people know who J who Derek Jackson is now because uh, he's all over. He is all over He's still the place. out there. People, I mean, just like, just like anything, you're always going to have 
you're you're always gonna have a support for that for that thing. Unfortunately, exactly. I was like, man, even if it's the worst thing possible, it could be for straight up murdering babies. You're gonna have some kind of support for that. Exactly, but you know because. Hey, let's be real. Social media is is the word social to mean it. You know, hey, image matters. So he's a nice looking man, and you know, everybody wanted to. Oh, this man gets it. He gets it. And then you like, no. I was like, this too good to be true. I was sitting. I was sitting back like, <laughs> yep, Ali, I was stupid. So you stop trolling. <laughs> what I, you can't do that. You can't be awesome. I am a maverick, so, you know. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yes, so we're actually going to... Oh, we're going to look at... Yes, we're going to actually look at another comment. See, he's trolling right now. Is, is Georgia, Georgia State, State in the, the swag because the SEC is all that matters? See? You talking <laughs> to the wrong person because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. Georgia State is not in the swag, though, but they should be. Is that I, bad? Like, is that? I mean, it's not bad because the swag is HBCU, and you know, like, like what he's saying is your school is trash in football. It is. Yeah, I'm see, sorry, I can't. See, you know what? I'm not sorry. This is this is what we need. She is honest about it, but and, like, you know, it's not as tra- I, I heard it's not as trash as it was in the beginning. I think our football program was still pretty new when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Oh my yep. gosh, when yeah, I was, was in college, but y'all did win some. You know, y'all did win. I don't some. think we ever won a homecoming game though. Not that I remember. But then again, I never actually went into the like stadium to really? watch the game. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, we could go to some games this year, though. I feel like that's not a troll comment, though. I'm going to just say that. Miracle, you two look great together. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. That was Kenya's mom. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, uh, I choose pretty good. Yeah. He chose very well. Chose very well. <laughs> but yes. So. So, why are neurosciences are warning you to delete your social media? Yes, yes. Why is that? Why do you think they're warning us to actually delete our social media? It's because it's literally changing the way we think about things, right? Think about all this anxiety and depression that we have these days when it comes to just living our lives. We have all that because of the constant comparison and that distortion of how we view another person's life versus our own. We're not good enough for ourselves anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm sitting here just, you know, thinking about it's so many things that's going through my head uh, on like why that they are telling us this. So that means that we will never be content with you know the things that we got. We will always look for that next hit, that next thing that that you know better looking person, that you know person to make me feel um, magical on the inside. Yes. And you know, okay, I want better friends. I want richer friends. I want friends who who are are earthy or conscious or you know just whatever. So so yeah, um, I I definitely know that um, just right now where we are going. Uh, it may not be a really good place. So I agree. In fact, I want to bring up the scripture because I think it'll bring a lot of context to this particular issue. A lot of people, you know, who don't understand the word, they say the the Bible is old and it's not, you know, it's, it, outdated. it's outdated. It's old. It has no context with what we're going on today. Well, it's called the living word because it is 
is everlasting and it is the thing that will answer any question we have at any point in time, even right now. And it answers the question of how we should handle social media, right? So I want to look at Philippians 4 and 8, if we, if we can. <laughs> okay, great. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Quality. Amen. If Amen. that's not conscious, that, that right there is a, a mantra for the country's outlet. It is. It really is. I mean, think about it. Applying, applying this wisdom, we can consciously choose what we consume online, right? right? We can prioritize content that aligns with these positive attributes. And this practice can really help us guard against the negative impact of social media on our thought patterns. Yeah, it's um, it's almost like, hey, um, just like even these glasses. I don't know if y'all ever watched The Matrix, but, you know, I wore this, you know, for, you know, uh, um, I think his name was Morpheus. He was like, hey, you either got the red pill or you got the blue pill. Yep. The red pill uh, signified um, uh, you actually choosing truth and, and everything. And then the blue pill is like, hey, you can either, you know, uh, continue to live, live in a lie. And so yes. uh, I think that uh, it's easier to live in a lie because I, I always say this, people are, pe people would rather be clothed, clothed with a lie, but rather than, you know, having the naked truth because it actually hurts. And, you know, it is like a double-edged sword. But if you, um, if you're one of those people who actually values truth and that's something that, you know, I do and, 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 and even my friends around me, whether I want to hear it or not, um, it's, it's important to your growth. It's actually important to um, to how you are as a person, and because someone is looking at us um, to to get inspiration. So, because a lot of times people may not see God, but you may be um, that that ver that only version of God that you know that person sees. And so, um, I know that that's important. Um, just overall, like we have to make our mark on the world when it comes to, you know, social media. So nobody is saying like, hey, you got to be this perfect person, but you have to be understanding and cognizant of what you're putting out and also what you're receiving. So just just us even receiving all of this information at a alarming rate, uh, it does affect us whether we want to agree to it or not. Like I was, I was telling uh, Miracle, I was like, man, um, I did a lot of things for attention. Like, she was like, you like attention. I was like, no, I don't. I was like, hey, if I get it, I get it. But, you know, but uh, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Ooh. at the same time, uh, it's it's something that I had to come in terms with. So I say for the past six months, I haven't been posting me. I just been posting things that I'm doing, stuff that, that doesn't have like my face on it and stuff like that. Faceless. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I think that it definitely will help out just even um, taking a break and focusing yes. on your family, focusing on development and the future. So that's my that's my little tidbit. <laughs> yes. For me, social media is a huge distraction. Like it 
it's definitely a way I get that short-term dopamine effect. And because I know this, and because social media is also a part of the way I spread this message and, and spread the gospel, I'm working now on just trying to post what, what can edify that, right? And then dipping out. That's what I'm trying to do now. Um, because truthfully, like I said, there's no long-term happiness with keeping social media in the picture. And because everyone is now consuming so much content, I'm hoping within that, the message here can reach them too, right? And, you know, let's remember the power of digital detoxes, right? Taking regular breaks, like you were, like you were saying, yeah. it can really refresh our minds and allow us to engage more meaningfully in the present moment that we're in now. And I yes, think as did. like content creators, like you and I, we can really play a role in that just by fostering genuine connections, like we're trying to do here, and sharing messages that really uplift and inspire, and and striking that balance, you know, between approaching social media with like I said, a, a discerning eye and using wisdom to, to to help you along that path, right? If you know you've you've been doing it, if you if you've been making social media your idol, it's you time it's time to it's time to get back to it, okay? So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to make a conscious community. So excuse me. So we can actually um help people because a lot of times, I mean, you even see even some of the, you know, most rich, you know, superstars or even TikTok influencers who making money. And then you realize like how, or why did they kill themselves? They had everything that was making $50,000 um, a yes. month. Why did they off themselves? Exactly. If you got the perfect lives. So it has to be something else that's actually affecting people. Like we got to have some type of foundation. You know? Yes. As y'all see, I'm real passionate about that, you know, <laughs> bucking on my eyes. <laughs> we also want to look at a few more comments. I just sent a few to our amazing producers. Amazing. <laughs> and don't forget to like and comment. Subscribe. Please, like for the algorithm. Like for the algorithm. Okay, okay. Younger girls who use social media a lot have higher rates of depression. That is true. That is very true. Um, I think it's especially true for younger women because in that age, we're going through a lot of changes with our bodies. We're we're quickly going from little girls to women, and it's a lot of a lot of changes and stressors and emotions packed in that because we have to shift with the way we see ourselves mixed mm. with the way the world sees us, and so it's kind of like social media. On top of that. It does not make for a good mix for younger girls. Whenever I have a daughter and, and uh, is she on social media too much, I'm snatch a snatch a knot and make oh, I don't I don't want her on social media like at all. To be honest, we don't <laughs> <No>. <laughs> at all. <laughs> so yes. Hey, oh. my little sister. Oh, that's hey, my, my that's son. my sister in law right there. Exactly. Hopefully she can get definitely get something from this, you know, because, you know, uh, when, when I log on to her, you know, social media, she have about 17,000 uh, Instagram posts uh, on her stuff. I'm like, why are you calling her out like that? <laughs> she know I love her. You know, My goodness. <laughs> See, it's a we... Capricorn thing. Is that a Capricorn thing? Anyway, <laughs> anyway, with y'all stay in y'all feelings. Lord. Finger snaps for Philippians 4 and 8. I agree. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, from my mom. Pride of life, lust of the eye, lust of the flesh. Yes. Yes. Um, we definitely have to be really, really um, in tune because um, that pride of life and then the lust of the eyes. So the eyes is the lamp to the soul. So we're, we're constantly feeding things. And all of this mm -hmm. actually ties into like the word it ties into our you know topic uh, mm -hmm. for uh today because like we see so much and then we're like okay i want the uh, i want the car i want the house i want the beautiful you know oh family perfect looking family and then on the you know outside everyone is like oh oh you got this great relationship but no we you know sometimes we gotta sometimes we fight like cats and dogs or something and, and you know you. people don't and people don't know and then they want what they think what it is. It's like, I mean, it's been people like, oh yeah, I think you this awesome guy. You just seem so nice. I'm like, nah, I'm really not nice. I, I look nice, you know, but I'm kind of mean. I, I hurt your feelings. No, he won't. He's very sweet. Very sweet. <laughs> Any other comments? <laughs> oh, thank you, dad. This is a great topic. Yes. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, um, I can't. So sweet. I, yeah, Pops, uh, I actually came See? up with it. Um, See? I'm pretty, I'm this, pretty awesome. So. That's her again. That's your <laughs> sister again. <laughs> she said, why are you calling me out like that? Exactly, exactly. Like, she, don't do her. Okay? <laughs> Thank you, Kenya. Me and Kenya Thank be you. on the same page now. Oh, my God. We do. I'm not going to play you. with y'all. We do. Y'all even... Y'all barely go to the gym, but I mean, that's a that's We a literally go every week. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I mean. I don't know why he said that. Once we go a week, every week. Once a week? Once once or twice, yes. And then we do Pilates together. Don't try it. I'm not, I don't have to explain myself to you. I why, don't have to. Why do your, uh, you know, uh, why is your veins popping out? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Were those all the comments? Okay, cool. So, yes, yes. Um, I think we're coming to a close on this exactly. topic. I think we covered a lot of ground today. I think I'm, we did. I'm very excited. We're going to be continuing this, okay? Yeah. We're going to be talking about other micro trends on upcoming episodes, so please do not miss out on that, all right? Mm -hmm. We're going to get into the weeds of some stuff. We're going to I don't know what the next micro trend topic is going to be. Alan has to give that to me so I can know. But uh after that, we're going to be planning out some stuff and it's going to be a fun little ride, okay? Exactly, exactly, exactly. It is. It is. So do you guys see social media as a huge influence right now? If so, what are some ways that you do digital detoxes, right? Uh, um, and if, I, yeah. I guess, you know, how I do it is, um, I mean, you're just going to have to delete the app out, off your phone. I think Instagram is like one of my most, you know, um, I would say kryptonites or whatever. And so I just yeah. say you got to delete it because if you say, oh, yeah, I'm just not going to go on it. you. Kids, you're not, you're going to find yourself just clicking on it because I have. Uh, yeah, honestly, same. So uh, what about you? What's what's actually um, one thing that you would say or, you know, uh, I guess a thing that you have done? Because you have done it before. So Yeah, I delete the app. I lock it. I do a lot of things. And I, I also consciously find myself just clicking the app, too. Um, so mostly do you read? You know, is it something that you read like... Um, like just, just like a book just to make sure that you are To be honest... Being, to be honest, I did try reading books to stop myself from going on Instagram or, or, or on any social media platform. It was mainly like Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, right? Stop getting on Twitter. It got me way too upset. Um, <laughs> and then Instagram, 
I don't really scroll. I just look at stories. And then with YouTube, I'm on YouTube. That's my that's my app right there. YouTube is my app. Um, I find myself the, the the book reading thing does not help me get off those apps. But the only book that literally has helped me get off is is reading the Bible. I kid you not. I start reading the Bible, and I no longer feel that urge to get on social media. At least for that moment, I have to keep reading. It's kind of like fasting. You know how yeah. when you're hungry, you have to fill yourself with the word. Exactly. That's the same thing when I do digital detoxes. It's like I'm fasting from it. And so that's what I usually do to, to, to help myself with that. But yeah, any any final thoughts so we can close this thing out? Um, I would definitely just say uh, you as as a person who is very uh, practical, you just need to build a community, um, a community of, you know, brothers, a community of, you know, sisters, someone that, that will definitely stay on top of you and be like, hey, no, you don't need to do that. Hey, you need to do, you need to go running. You need to exercise, you know, to, to basically get to a point to where uh, you're not even thinking about it. Because just think about it. If we have to wean ourselves off of it, that we really got a problem, you know? Yeah, I completely agree. And make sure that you all, you can actually send your questions or, you know, uh, or concerns all to our uh, Gmail at theconsciousoutlet.com. So. No, theconsciousoutlet at gmail.com. At gmail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, oh, or, or. <laughs> okay, you, no, use the email in the description. Is business at wartowncreative.com. It'll go right to us. Okay. Right to us. Yeah. It's in the description if you guys want to look at it. Send, all, send any questions you guys have, concerns, whatever, uh, or some fan mail. We like to hear. We like to hear from you guys. So. Yeah. And Even uh, off the show. We love live comments. Exactly. And make too. sure y'all post it on your, on your Instagram story. I mean, I mean, we trying to trying to go global with this you know i got a really really big you know mindset when it comes to this i've been this been in the working for years but you know it took god having to bless me with a with a great partner you know so right so until next time you know keep growing keep questioning and keep seeking wisdom to navigate this dynamic world that we live in all right we'll see you next time